0: The storied legacy of Mercedes-Benz is rooted in empowered women who've gone on to show the world what they can accomplish. This July, Womanica has teamed up with Mercedes-Benz to feature women who've charted their own paths and achieved greatness. Join us on this journey as we celebrate women who were driven to pursue their passions, even if it meant changing course along the way. This month on Womanica, we're talking about dynamos, When I was younger nobody knew I was a painter. Now they're beginning to know I'm a painter. I waited a long time. There is a saying, if you wait for the boss, the boss will come. I say yeah. I wait almost a century for the boss to come. <laughs> and it he came. <laughs> Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting women who've led dynamic lives that have shifted, evolved, and bloomed, often later in life. Today, we're talking about a woman who was known for painting canvases with beautiful, abstract shapes. She was an artist for most of her life, but didn't receive serious recognition until she was 89 years old. Please welcome Carmen Herrera. Carmen was born in Havana, Cuba, on May 31, 1915. She was the youngest of seven children, born into a wealthy family. Her father, Antonio Herrera, was the founding editor of El Mundo, a prominent Havana newspaper, and her mother, Carmen Nieto, worked there as a reporter. Carmen's childhood was filled with music, art, and literature. When she was just eight years old, she started taking art lessons with her older brother Addison and the artist Federico Edelman Pinto. They studied sculpture and painting. The family's relatively liberal ideals meant that Carmen also grew up a feminist. She later explained... I guess I was born a feminist because I always thought I was superior to my brothers. After graduating from high school in Paris, Carmen returned home to Havana. Political turmoil was ripping through the country. The president was forced to step down, and several of Carmen's relatives were imprisoned for political dissidents. Despite political unrest, Carmen was able to attend the elite Instituto de la Havana. She took sculpture and painting classes, and she exhibited her work at the Circulo de Bellas Artes in 1933, when she was just 18 years old. She then studied architecture at the University of Havana, but dropped out in the thick of Cuba's political upheaval. In the summer of 1937, Carmen met Jesse Lowenthal, an American teacher visiting Cuba. Born to two Jewish immigrants in New York, Jesse was a polyglot who spoke English, Spanish, German, Yiddish, French, and Italian. Jesse and Carmen's mutual interest in the arts and literature sparked a romance. On July 11, 1939, the two were married, and Carmen returned with him to New York. After that, the couple lived in Paris for a bit, where Carmen pursued her painting quite seriously. Her style began to shift from a more traditional to a more abstract. She exhibited her new work at a few places, but never sold a painting. In 1954, Carmen and Jessie returned to New York permanently. It was during that period that Carmen's art became more minimalist, and she created many of the paintings she's known for today. These pieces were huge, with sharp lines, bright colors, and strong shapes. But Carmen was an outsider in the art world. She was Cuban and she was a woman. And she was a Cuban woman making abstract art. No one knew what to make of her. All that changed in 2004, when Carmen sold her first painting. She was 89 years old. A few years later, she had her first European solo show at Icon Gallery in Birmingham, England. On her 100th birthday, a documentary about Carmen and her art was released. It was called The 100 Years Show. In 2016, Carmen got a long overdue display at the Whitney Museum of Art. The show was called Carmen Herrera Lines of Sight. It showcased around 50 of her works from the mid-20th century. Carmen was recognized in a Whitney opening speech by former First Lady Michelle Obama, who named Carmen, among other timeless artists, as inspiration for future generations. At the age of 106, Carmen was still working and full of life. In an interview, she said, I cannot walk the length of my studio, but my mind can travel far to places I have been and my imagination to some I have not. On February 12, 2022, Carmen passed away in the Manhattan loft where she'd worked and painted for more than 50 years. Carmen's work had recently been acquired by several prominent museums, including the National Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C., the Museum of Modern Art in New York, and the Tate Modern in London. Carmen, who worked for decades without recognition or sales, is now remembered for her genuine passion for painting. She's getting the honor that she deserves. All month, we're highlighting dynamos, For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.